The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, we shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler. And I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview, and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let us pray. Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King, we love you, and we honor you. And Lord, we look at this day as a gift from you. So we thank you for the gift. We thank you for our health. We thank you for this country that we're living in that allows us to worship you freely. We thank you, Father, for who you are and your desire to have us bring your word to a dark world. So I pray, Lord, that this program would be part of that, that we would draw people to you because of our words, because of our actions, that you would receive all the glory. So we thank you, bless you, and praise you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Well, last week, our program was about being in the presence of the Lord, and I pray that was a good program for you. But if you didn't hear it, certainly you can go online and hear it. Uh, I also offered to you a free booklet uh, for that very purpose. It's uh, no cost, right? Available. We can email it to you or actually send it to you is is easier uh, because of the printing So um, just call us. This week I'm going to be offering to you a couple other things. Uh, We're getting close to Thanksgiving and Hanukkah. And so we have Haggadahs or booklets for the purpose of having, you know, a home celebration, if you remember. And if you'd like one, the charge is $5. And that includes shipping if you'd like one. One for everyone at your table, which is what I'd recommend. We'll send you multiple copies at $3 each, and that will include shipping. So email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org or call Karen at 813-831-5673. And look, if you're able to send us a financial gift, uh, that would be a great blessing Uh, We'd appreciate it. It helps us keep our radio program on the air. One final thing before we begin today. um, You can check out our congregational website, shoreshdavid.org. That's S-H-O-R-E-S-H, david.org. We love visitors. Come and bring your Jewish friends to our services. We have four locations 
St. Pete, Wesley Chapel, South Bay, which is the Apollo Beach area, and Tampa. Grab some friends, take a field trip. We'd love to meet with you. Well, today's discussion is going to be a little bit different. We're going to talk about the word respect. Well, maybe the problem is how the word is defined in the dictionary. It says the following, as a noun, a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. And as a verb, it said admire someone or something deeply as a result of their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Oh, how I disagree with that. <laughs> That's not what respect is. I Look, if, if this is going to be the definition of respect, I have no respect for it. <laughs> I have nothing to talk about because the only people you would respect are the ones you admire and see some quality that you can relate to. That's the problem. Our culture is losing the understanding of respect, which means to honor and to act appropriately to everyone at all times, everyone we come in contact with. Respect shows people that we are not looking down on them, but are seeking to make them relevant, even if we feel they don't deserve it. There is a thought that I hear way too often that says they don't deserve my respect, meaning that your respect is something uh, of, of great value. No, meaning that their behavior or their idea was not acceptable to me so I can act any way I want to towards them. No. Would you agree with me this is a problem? It is time we teach respect as a value that God requires. You know, I was looking it up on the Internet, and most of the articles I found is how to teach respect to children. No! The question is how to teach respect to adults. Because they're the ones who are teaching children. That's who children are looking at. That's where they're learning it from. We need to be examples of respect. It is a basic act that shows we love the Lord and we love those created by him and in his image. In 1 Peter 2.13, it says this, Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether to a king as the one in authority or to governors as sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and, and the praise of those who do right. For such is the will of God, that by doing right, you may silence the ignorance of foolish. So what is doing right? Doing right is submitting yourself to everyone, to all situations. And then in verse 16, act as free men and do not use your freedom as a covering for evil, but use it as bond slaves of God. Honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. 
So we are submit to submit to all those in authority and to every human inst- institution, but we're also to have that correct behavior uh, to all people. And, and, and our correct behavior, our good behavior, is marked by, you know, we, we will silence the foolish. When someone treats me poorly, which recently happened in a driving situation, <laughs> I sought to have a humble spirit repent, for though I didn't think I did anything wrong, they did. And so I react, I, I respected their thoughts, and I tried to show them remorse. Look, respect can be and should be given to people even when they don't deserve it. You ask why? Well, let's look carefully at the scripture I just read in 1 Peter 2, verse 16. Act as free men and do not use freedom as a covering for evil, but use it as bond slaves of God. What does it mean to be a bond slave of God? We are slaves to him, and we react based on our master, what he says. Look, we're free to act any way we want. God says, don't use that freedom to cover your evil. So every action and every reaction reflects to everybody else on who God is. Your behavior either gives God glory or it reflects poorly on who God is. People are very quick to say that they are not prejudiced and they treat all people the same. How quickly do we speak down to someone when we disagree with their thoughts and ideas? Again, in 1 Peter 2, which we read, we see four categories that we are to respect and honor. It says, submit yourselves to the Lord's sake, to every human institution, whether to king, authority, governors, and then it later on talks about others. We should respect all men, other believers, God, and governmental authorities. The word respect is a translation of the Greek word meaning to honor or value. It literally means to place a great, a great value or a high price on something, right? So do you place a great value or a high price on everyone you meet? You say, well, no, not if they don't deserve it. That's my point. <laughs> God wants us to place a great value or a high price on everyone we meet. Look, I believe it starts in the Ten Commandments. I understand that some parents aren't that great, and some are downright difficult to respect because they maybe were abusive or had some kind of addiction. However, in Exodus 20, verse 12, it says, Honor your father and your mother so that your days may be long upon the land which Adonai your God is giving you. This area of love and respect resonates throughout all of Scripture. We get so hung up on one verse and argue with somebody about its interpretation or its application, while the entire Scriptures is packed with love and respect, and we don't make that our main focus. 
God made it his main focus. Yeshua made it his main focus. Should we not also make it our main focus? As scripture that recently, uh, uh, recently it caught my attention, this scripture. It's 2 Corinthians 5, verse 14. This is what it says. For the love of Messiah compels us, which I think means to force us, since we have concluded that one died for all, as a result, all died. And he died for all said that, so that those who live might no longer live for themselves. That's what it means to die, to not live for ourselves, but for the one who died for them and was raised. So we are to live for Messiah. If the scripture is working in my life, if I am a reflection of this scripture, if this scripture is truly how I am living, then I can act respectfully in all situations, even when I am not respected or the person I am with is acting very poorly. How about you? Have you given yourself an excuse for not being respectful to someone? Our culture is is just struggling in this area because our leaders are generally not good examples of being respectful. From Twitter wars to Facebook wars to email wars to face-to-face wars, uh, many people are trying to get their point across and not worrying about how they say something. This is a problem in our culture. Will you be a person who is willing to stop that problem right with you? You see it in others, but is it true in yourself as well? Whether you disliked President Obama or President Trump, we are to speak respectfully about them in all situations. We are to respect all people. We're to respect all those in authority. We're to be an example of those who believe. You and I, that's right. First Timothy 2, 12, let no one look down on your youthfulness, but become an example of the faithful in speech, in conduct, in love, in faithfulness, and in purity. So, I guess the thought is that as people get older, <laughs> they, they, they are a better example of this. Not quite necessarily true, but so I'm thinking it should be for everybody. Titus 2, uh, verse 1 says, But as for you, speak things that are fitting for sound instruction. Okay, well, what, what would those be, right? Verse 2, Older men are to be clear-minded, dignified, self-controlled, sound in faith, in love, in patience. Well, that's kind of clear. Just the self-controlled and dignified would be enough, right? We need to be respectful. Likewise, in verse 3, it says, Older women are to be sanctified in demeanor, not backbiting or enslaved to much wine. Let them be teachers of what is good so that they may train the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be self-controlled, pure, managing their household, 
kind submitted to their own husbands so that God's word may not be dishonored. Are you, is this coming through? <laughs> I can't see your faces. I guess it's because it's radio, huh? Verse 6, likewise, urge the younger men to be self-controlled. In all things, showing yourself to be an example of good deeds, integrity in instruction, dignity, sound speech beyond criticism, so that an opponent may be put to shame, having nothing bad to say about us. Verse 9, urge slaves to submit themselves to their own masters in all things well-pleasing and not backbiting, uh, back-talking, not stealing, but showing all good faithfulness so that they may do credit to the teaching about God, our Savior, and everything. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all men, training us to deny ungodliness. And in this case, I believe when it says deny ungodliness, it's talking about respect. We are to respect people, training us to deny that urge to be to be ungodly, to be disrespectful, and worldly desires. That's what the world desires. They want to see a good fight. <laughs> they want to see a good fight. And to live in a manner that is self-controlled, there it is again, and righteous and godly in the present age. Let's return to what is respect. It's the behavior that either makes everyone an equal to ourselves or raises them higher than ourselves, and all our actions and reactions stem from that understanding. This should be our fundamental principle in dealing with others. Yeshua says it this way in Matthew 5, starting with verse 43. You have heard that it was said you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but I tell you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Even the tax collectors do the same, don't they? And if they, if you greet only your brothers, and what more are you doing than anyone else? Even the pagans do that, don't they? Therefore, be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. And what brings us perfection is when we love and respect people. Love looks like something. Respect for everyone is a characteristic of love. Respect says, I value every person and lift them up regardless of what they say and how they say it. So often we hear, Uh, this, it's just, I mean, wouldn't you agree? So we, we, how many of you have heard people talk about pastors and preachers, maybe on TV, and if they don't like what they say, they speak of them in such disrespectful and unloving ways, and then give themselves a pass because that person really deserved it. Okay. Well, we see it in politics. We see it in our congregation. We see it in our families. When are we going to be responsible for our own action and our own reactions? If you want to correct someone's behavior, 
first develop the humility that comes from this verse deep in our heart. Matthew 7, 1 says, Stop judging so that you may not be judged. For with the judgment you judge, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not notice the beam in your own eye? Or how will you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye and look at the beam in your own eye? Hypocrite, first take the beam out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Look, now that you are ready to correct someone respectfully, review this scripture and put it in your heart before you start the correction. Galatians 6.1 says, Brothers and sisters, if anyone is caught doing something wrong, you who are directed by the Spirit, restore such a spirit, a person in a spirit of gentleness, looking closely at yourself so you're not tempted. Also, bear one another's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the Torah of Messiah, the instruction of Messiah. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he's fooling himself. Rather, let each one examine his own work. Then he will have pride in himself alone and not in comparison to anyone else, for each one will carry his own load. What I'm suggesting to you about being respectful to everyone in every situation is not something that is that easy. However, because of God's Word, it should be at least a goal of ours, something we strive to get better in each day. So where do you struggle with respecting people? At home, at work, in your congregation, when meeting people? Again, Yeshua is clear. He says in John 13, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you, so also you must love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Our love and respect for each other is is repeated in, in, in John 17. This is a matter of evangelism. So uh, let me just finish with this scripture. Matthew 12, 36 says, But I tell you that on the day of judgment, men will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words you'll be justified, by your words you'll be condemned. Does this scare anybody? Okay, well, I hope so. Look, this ends our program for today. I, I pray that you will um, you will look at yourself this day and, and figure out how to respect everybody. Just do it for a day, and then we'll worry about tomorrow. Today will be hard enough, right? <laughs> okay, last week's program was about being in God's presence. I offered a free booklet. It's still available free of charge. Uh, This week, we're also offering the Haggadahs for Thanksgiving and for Hanukkah. If you'd like one, the charge is $5 each, which includes shipping. If you get multiple copies, we'll we'll send it to you for $3 each. I'd love for you to have multiple copies. Email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org or call Karen at 813-831-5673. That includes if you want to give us a financial gift. Certainly appreciate it. Helps us stay on the air. I pray that this broadcast touched your heart 
and that we will talk again next week as you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close with a word of prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God. 